Welcome to the Short Funk Podcast. I'm Tom Barbelay. Today, what happens when you record a podcast with someone else and someone else doesn't really want to talk about a topic? One of the interesting things that I follow in California in particular, but really the US in general, is what is going on associated with the transition of cannabis from being a Schedule 1, completely illegal, completely, like, not in any way respectable, talked about, what have you, to this broad transition of what's loosely called legalization, which has some problems, I'd prefer to use the term commercialization, and also what happens with medical cannabis in the US. I come to this from a place where cannabis was decriminalized, I think, in either 1993 or 1996, where I'm from in Australia. can't really remember those two dates. I think it might have been 1996, but it probably could have also been 1993. And then there was various kind of conservative forces that went back and started imposing restrictions, and then they started having the sense of the way in which people grew cannabis was just the problem, like, you know, these horrible, you know, under lights, hydroponic grow things, you know, the whole thing just became a bit crazy. And through this, there was a move back to conservatism through this issue, and I'm not really sure what's happened to the laws in Australia over this period of time, just to say things are slightly more conservative now. And... What happened in the US actually through the 1970s was a movement towards decriminalization again and then swayed back obviously through the Reagan administration. So this is something that interests me. This is a topic that interests me. It's a topic that I follow. Certainly the decriminalization of cannabis where I lived when I was a child had a strong impact on me associated with my social circles. It's curious actually because it was quite a negative impact and realistically i think the difficulties associated with decriminalization particularly when you have high youth unemployment really just a disaffected youth population it's slightly different i mean you're not throwing them in jail anymore but basically where i live cannabis just became omnipresent i don't know where i am now the whole military police judicial industrial complex thing just really, really irks me and really rubs me the wrong way. And it was one of these strange situations where I came to look at this thing. The folks that were against it were so much the people that I was against. I thought there's no rational way that I can't be for the complete legalization of cannabis. It just strikes me as something that so much money, so much time, so much energy has been wasted on this plant and what's particularly curious is if you take that viewpoint, I mean, I grow a lot of basil, not a huge amount of basil, but some basil, um, Italian basil, Thai basil, this kind of stuff. I mean, there's a herb that's legal, like legal, legal, like you can buy the seeds, you can grow as much as you want. There's no issue associated with any of this. And then you look at what's called legalization in this country associated with cannabis, and it's very, very different. For a start, there's still jail terms, there's still criminalities, there's still, like, numbers of plants, there's still a wide variety of things which are illegal, and it makes very little sense associated with the context of legalization. The Proposition 64 in California is very similar to the one that occurred in Washington State, which basically eliminated medical cannabis in Washington State. This proposition looks like it's going to be the same. The medical cannabis laws, I've always found a little bit curious, but they do actively work. They do, for folks that are interested, mean that there's no criminality interaction. Here's where it gets particularly curious, though, because the medical cannabis is still sold at rates that illegal cannabis was sold at. In fact, illegal cannabis is actually slightly less than medical cannabis. So you have all these curious things that they're not like actively trying to push the price down because ultimately the states want the taxation revenue and the people that are actively like growing and selling it want the rates to stay high. So no one's really moving to my basil metaphor associated with just like it being seeds that are grown and 
plants that are harvested and, you know, you can buy it at Walmarts, you know. So through all this context, it becomes particularly curious and also a really interesting critique of any legalization laws. And I put up the, the bunny quotes there because clearly it's not associated with legalization at all. It's associated with making as much money as possible and making sure that the state gets a lot of revenue and a wide variety of faceless figures, some venture capitalists, some cartels, make money as well. Now, in parallel to this, obviously, there's the $13 billion and rising racket associated with being criminalised, the US over, you know, the police feeding trough, for want of a better term. And all that is very curious too. So take this topic to Heron to talk about on Stone Ape. And Heron really wasn't interested in playing ball. He basically didn't care. He was going to vote for legalization slash commercialization proposition probably anyway, like he was going to vote for Hillary Clinton. Neither of these things seemed particularly rational to me, but what can you do? You've got a co-host on a podcast who's 70 plus, just had gallbladder related problems, been in the hospital, come out of the hospitals, kind of tired and irritated, not going to be playing ball with regards to this particular topic. Kind of suspect that that might be the case, so I thought I'd record a short funk recording anyway. Just to cover the bases, Tom Barbelay in San Jose, signing out.